0: Ladies
1: and gentlemen, the Hold Up Podcast.
2: Hold up! Ooh, that was good. It's a good one.
1: Yeah, was it? I even
2: got bl- blinky lights go to it in the in the background there.
1: Yeah, you have these new lights in your room, just the ever-progressing uh, saga of Justin moving into his home, and now he has lights set up in his record room, so not only can you go... Did I show away, you the video? Seemed, see, yeah, I saw a video on Instagram. I don't know if you sent it to me specifically, but I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, this is dope super cool yeah and it's moving it's moving right now behind you to the voice as you talk
2: yeah
1: Yeah. yeah. how cool that. do you feel you're smiling pretty big
2: I yeah yeah I feel I feel cool John I feel awesome
1: yeah and so for I mean listeners of the show they know Justin not the coolest guy on the podcast so
2: no and I don't think these lights actually help the cool factor it's they do definitely... look cool
1: they look good
2: oh alright solid the
1: video looks really good like you know what do you have like LED strips back there that you put behind I do yeah
2: yeah uh-huh. And so there's um, some
1: sort of like voice actuator that reacts to noise?
2: Yeah, $12 Amazon purchase. What a deal.
1: Fuck Amazon, and, but yeah.
2: Yeah, well, I don't know where else you're gonna buy these things. No, I know, you're right. I know. It's tough. Um, because it's straight from China. Um, and it comes with this baller remote of options.
1: Yeah, I got all don't these like options. that for some LEDs of my house. Yeah.
2: And then um there's a mic. Options. Yeah, there's like a mic built into the the receiver where the you point the the so it's all
1: one unit the lights and the actual the you didn't have to like plug the lights into some some microphone dealy
2: no no there's like way there are people that like do it crazy and they like set up uh like frequency aspects so like the blue only shows up if it's a certain frequency and green is that's kind of
1: what i was expecting to be perfectly honest but that's
2: i'd like to stress if he's listening that's how my dad jeff karens would have done it yeah, 100%. I yeah. wanted to spend $12 and be done in 5 minutes. So, yeah. Nailed it.
1: I'm John Stenning.
2: Justin Adam, K, and we, we have
1: Oh, Elise, I, I didn't catch your last name. I'm sorry.
0: My last name is hyphenated and super long. I'm Elise Leblanc-Jerikinus.
1: Elise, thank you for joining us and thank you for sharing your last name <laughs> with us.
0: You're welcome.
1: Um, um how are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: Good. Thank you very much. Thank you for sitting there patiently and listening to us ramble about Justin's lights that he clearly loves so much.
0: I mean, I'm used Uh, to it with Justin. Yeah, yeah. She's
2: got to catch up on like a year's worth of rambles, you know?
0: You know, you you really
1: are like, you know, some people will put on airs for other groups, you know? I do not think that you are one of those people, Justin. Justin is Justin. Straightforward. And honestly... You know, I love you, Justin. I've been saying this more and more to you lately. You know, you're a great guy. Um, Happy for you in the house. Thank you. Um, But enough about you. We're here to talk about Elise.
2: unbelievable. I agree. Enough. Unbelievable.
1: Elise. Mm -hmm. So we're here to to break down your childhood, right? The name of the show is The Hold Up. We're going to visit two things, uh, two specific things, and see whether or not they held up to your expectations from when you were a kid. Um, But before we get into that, we'd like to paint sort of a picture of... The, the life that you lived when you were growing up. You know, during your formative years, was there a lot of media, uh, whether it be movies specifically, TV, music, what is or, or did you spend a lot of time outside or was it a mix? Uh how did you how did you spend your free time growing up?
0: I've never been an outdoor kid. Um am <laughs> not now, never was. Um yeah. my dad was really into media, into movies, into music, into everything he thought was funny. So from when my sister and I were super little, like we were listening to the Beatles because he loved the Beatles and all that kind of stuff. And so I like really credit my dad with my love of pop culture. So, one thing about me is I am like a pop culture fanatic, like trivia, pop culture, all of that stuff. It's like cool. that is my absolute favorite thing. And um, yeah, so you've been we- on
2: like a long standing uh, trivia team. Right. Yeah. Like you used to weekly go to the oh, same sick. place and like you guys kind of cleaned up like
0: week. Yeah, after week. Yeah. I right? used to drive from Boston after work to Sterling, Massachusetts to go to trivia with like the same team for years. Um, and cool. yeah, pop culture has always been my number one. But, um, you know, as far as movies, we always watched a lot of comedies. So, you know, Mel Brooks movies, my yes. dad's fast forward, the inappropriate parts, um, <laughs> you know, all those okay. kind of things. Yeah. But what I think is really interesting is so I was born in 87. Mm-hmm. And all of the movies that like I loved as a kid are movies that came out like around when I was born or when I was like a toddler. So it was never like, the mid nineties movies that we watched and were into it was like the stuff from the late eighties. And I don't know why that is, but do you have
2: an older sibling?
0: I do. I have a sister who was born in 84, so that yeah. could be part of it, but she's still, I mean, we're only, I mean, she three. was only being four years old ish. Yeah. yeah.
1: Syndication yeah. and like replay on TV. I feel like always helped me. Um, I wouldn't say that I necessarily. So I was born in '88. I wouldn't say that I necessarily have like a blind spot for the stuff like in the '90s, um, because that was very much my speed. But yeah. I also was like constantly watching TV and seeing things that had been on, like this the movie that we're about to talk about. I saw this on TV all the time as mm-hmm. a kid. Like this was yeah. on TV all the time. I always would watch it. And to think that it came out in 1989, um, yeah, you know, you think that that wouldn't be as popular with someone who, who was born the year before, but yeah, there is something about that. And also there's so many classics from like right. the eighties. I think, um, I guess there's classics from the nineties too, but uh, it's silly to say like that classics from I every think time.
2: There's, there's something about eighties comedies. Yeah. In particular. The
1: comedies. Yes. I comedies
2: yeah. in, in particular. Cause like nineties, I actually think of have a lot of classic action movies. Sure. Or, For example, yeah, and and the Rock
1: and like, or your Jean Claude Van Damme movies is sort of uh, (laughs) the highlight of Arnold Schwarzenegger when he was getting into comedies. Yeah, there's also was the time of PG thirteen, so Mm -hmm. you are sort of getting that delineation between the PG and the PG thirteen, which didn't happen in the eighties. They could push it. PG stuff was body, and our stuff was like you know pretty. Hard, like, I think of, like, Animal House or something, which might have right. even came out in the 70s. maybe 70s, late 70s,
2: yeah. yeah. But it's funny, you bring up, you know, you're, it's like what your dad thought was funny. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was the same thing for me. Yeah. And I think for John. No. No, okay. <laughs> so for me, for sure. And, and it's just so funny, because, like, if it was rated PG, like Caddyshack, for example, there was no fast-forwarding for that. It was PG. We were allowed to yeah. see it all. And it was yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty risque at parts, yeah. right? Um, yeah. But, like, I remember once trying to rent basketball and that was rated R, and honestly no worse than Caddyshack.
1: Oh, no. No, you're right. Very much of the same. My dad,
2: no way, no how. Like, he took it from us when we got home, not knowing we really rented it, and was like, I have to watch this first. And was like, no, not watching it. Absolutely.
0: That's exactly how my, my dad was, too. He went to, he would go see movies in the theater by himself first, so he loved, like, He was also Canadian, so he loved Jim Carrey, he loved Mike Myers, like, he loved all those Canadian comedians, and so I remember he went to go see Dumb and Dumber in the theater by himself, and then he brought my sister and I, his children, in, what was that, 93, I think, to go see Dumb and Dumber in the theater, and just covered our eyes in certain parts of it. (sighs) Um, So he
1: was still censoring you?
0: He was still censoring, but he saw it first, he's like, okay, well, this may be a little risky, but, like, we'll we'll go with it, but... Yeah. So, so that's wow, kind that's of amazing. where my, yeah. And I still love comedies. Like I still, that's my go-to. I get super stressed out when I watch like action movies or scary movies. I okay, like yeah. can't handle it. I, I get like really freaked mm-hmm. out. So
1: very calming a comedy, especially one yeah. that you've seen before. Something yeah, about
0: really it. dumb comedies. There's just like nothing yeah. better than a stupid laugh, you know? I agree a thousand um, yeah. percent.
2: Like, Many times on this podcast, the theme is I've never seen the movie that's being watched.
1: <laughs> Justin hasn't. Yeah, that's right.
2: Really yeah, cool. Justin. Uh, he has not. Um, but but like more often than not, it's not really a comedy that was picked because most mm-hmm. of the comedies I actually, I think I have seen, uh, it's usually like not a comedy. It's something yeah. else. Um, but I'm with you. I find the same. I find comedies very uh, assuring. And like, mm-hmm. if that's... Most of the time, when someone wants to put on a movie... I'm
0: like,
2: I wish I don't want to watch a sitcom. Like, but if it was like, Mm -hmm. oh, let's put on like a, like, let's put on a comedy movie like Ace Ventura or Austin Powers or something like all day, every day. Yeah. Let's definitely put that on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Both of those men have my heart. Truly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you say, uh, Elise, would you say like movies sort of rank above all of the other types of media?
0: No, actually. So I was a, and this is where Justin and I have connected too when we worked together. I was a tried and true emo kid, like hell yeah. In in a wild way and that still for me is like number 1. So like I was an emo kid and then I got into indie rock and just like you know, kind of sent from there and actually the movie we're going to talk about kind of relates to my love of music as well.
1: Ah, yes, I can see yeah. where that's going. Justin just flashed a record that Was that one. Kevin Divine? Just yeah, on? it was. That was yeah, yeah one of them. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's where Justin and I kind of connected when we met was like similar taste in, in pop punk bands. We were just talking about the last time we saw each other was at a Taking Back Sunday concert. Um, it was last year, not that long ago. Um, but yeah, so music is actually, is my number one, I think, but I am a big movie buff too. So.
1: But you did for the show, for today's show, you picked a movie with music in it Mm -hmm. and introducing one of. Music's top tier acts. I, I mean, I think we've talked about her on the show before, but like, you can. Why don't you sort of explain what we picked, what you picked for the show, and yeah, like who it involves and 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 stuff like that.
0: Sure. So the movie I picked is Troop Beverly Hills, which came out in 1989, starring Shelley Long and Craig T. Nelson from Coach, and (laughs) introducing, as you said, the queen of my life jenny lewis yes, who is the, the lead singer of of rilo kylie and also the love of my life um, she's postal
2: and, service too right
0: post, yep she was in the postal service yep. has a really great solo career yep. um she's just amazing but she was a child actress so mm-hmm. um you know she was in a toys r us commercial when she was really little she was in um the movie with Fred Savage, the, wi- the wizard. The wizard. The so wizard. we talked
1: about that on this show before we have. Yeah, reviewed the she
0: Wizards, was in so. that. Um, but this one, yes, it was introducing Jenny Lewis and she plays yep. uh, the daughter of Craig T. Nelson and um, Shelly Long. So mm-hmm. basic premise of the movie, it is a very rich family in Beverly Hills um, who they're getting divorced and Shelley Wong's character has done nothing with her life as she's been married. She's shopping, all that stuff. And she decides she's going to be the troop leader for her daughter's uh, Wilderness Girls troop. Right. So it goes from there and wild and wacky times from the beginning.
1: Yeah, so Wilderness Girls, basically Girl Scouts in yeah. this world. Yes. And yeah, um, very much a typical Beverly Hills, like like late eighties, early nineties, like I'm just gonna shop on Rodeo Drive and I drive around in a convertible and I'm pretty much like don't really think about anything like outside of like my 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 bubble myself. Um and yeah they're going through a divorce she's constantly spying on coach on Craig T Nelson. <laughs> it's very big on spy stuff for some reason. This and movie. she falls out yeah. the window at yeah. one point. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah that like it is it is a it is a it's a comedy right it's just a straight <laughs> comedy yeah from 1989 like you mentioned um and it has like this great cast of these like young kids these young girls that are all part of this wilderness troop and like jenny lewis is sort of like you think that she would be like the star of the girls but all the girls shine in their own way. Yeah. They really yeah. do. Like they all sort of have different moments and they all have their own complicated relationships with their family. You know, some of them are very, you know, they're going to therapists, of course, they live in Beverly Hills. Um but yeah, like why at least why did you pick this this movie?
0: It's one of my favorite movies. I just think it's so funny and I was looking earlier and it's got 25% on Rotten Tomatoes, which yes, not is not well
2: rated. A crime. Oh
0: yeah 25 um, percent. and i know i think a lot of people were like oh there's a lot of stereotypes of like rich kids and things but i i don't know i just actually always, don't think it does it's felt always really campy to me and i don't know if it was intentionally meant to be campy but part of me feels like it was because like shelly long's performance is so over the top and her yeah. wardrobe in that movie is absolutely incredible incredible and it's just so wild and and i don't know i just think it's it's like a story of redemption um and it it's fun and funny along the way and i just think yeah shelly long and that to me was hilarious and also the the villain mm-hmm. uh velda plunder was her character name yeah is an awful human and it's like one of those movies where you're like you really are rooting for them to to beat this villain and her troop because they're so nasty and Everyone else is, is really at heart so nice,
1: right? This Velda, she's sort of like the lead, like the head of like the Southern California like legion of wilderness yeah. girls, right? She's the regional manager, the regional yeah. manager. But there's yes. still
2: there's still someone above her,
1: right? Yeah, still, yeah she's there's still there's still someone above her that's like still quite involved,
2: right? And somehow right. I I don't yeah I I don't know how she gets away with her bullshit for so long, but
1: right. She has her own troop. She, you know, like, they sell the most cookies, and they have the most badges, and they, they win the, was it a decathlon? What jamboree. Jamboree. Oh, of course, it's a much more fun word. Uh, jamboree at the end. Uh, and, like, they they are sort of like this picture-perfect troop, and then our troop, Beverly Hills, that we're rooting for, they are you know, they're non-traditional in terms of like these sort of like wilderness type of girls. They, the first time they go out camping, they, they leave because it's raining and they go to the Beverly Hills hotel.
0: Yes. And they tell ghost stories about, and it, like, there's little moments in there, like the, the ghost stories they're telling are like very specific to the rich kid thing. Like, and then she yes. had a voice in the foyer, like, you know, yes. just like there's, see, that's funny. Moments. That's
1: gold to me. It those is gold. Bits like yeah. That are gold. Yeah. And so the, the Jeff, Jeff Canu or Canoe whoever, the, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He directed this movie. He also directed Revenge of the Nerds. Oh. And so I do feel like there is that sort of, like he like, I agree that there are, like, Southern California stereotypes present, but they are doing a good job at, like, breaking those stereotypes in different ways sure it is not the most like diverse movie uh but it's a it's a lot of females there are there's there's uh there's a black girl there's an asian girl it's you know it definitely passes the bechdel test or pass whatever you know so it is progressive in that way i think mm-hmm. um uh, yeah, but like, I, yeah I don't know the stereotype 25 percent seems really low
2: it like, is kind of cre- oh sorry Elise, go ahead
1: No, no, you go ahead.
2: I was gonna say, it is crazy to me that it doesn't have that high of a rating because like, to your point, John, like they are trying to like, in some ways they play into the idea that they're from Beverly Hills, but like the girls want to be like um, a wilderness girl. They want to earn badges (laughs) that represent them. They like, you know, all the girls are complicated in their own way. They all have interesting relationships with their parents. Uh, Shelly Long comes to each of their aides like yeah. in different ways she's there to be uh you know the absentee parent to all of yeah. them um and like you mentioned the Bechdel test like I love that there's sort of no bullshit with like a love interest of um right the girls and stuff like it's just like it's a story about the girls wanting to be wilderness kids yeah and like do their thing and they're all concerned with doing that like mm-hmm. none of it is like um Superficial. I don't think like they yeah. never act superficial. They're never mean to any other girls. They're, they're like True. super. Girls are
1: mean to them. Right.
2: Girls are mean to them That's for right. sort of no reason other than yeah. the the mother is sort of like egging on that to happen. The, the Velda. Velga, right. yeah. Velda. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was like really, I thought it was really well done.
1: Like, Had you seen it before, Justin?
2: So it turns out, so I used to see it on TV all the time. And I only ever saw it from the same point, more or less, where they're running from the skunk towards the jewelry oh, yeah. side. But that's still on TV. It takes like an hour to get through the rest of the movie. Sure, yeah.
1: From there, that's like the la- yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So, like, I had no idea what, like, how much more shenanigans were like involved in this movie to
0: that point the first half is the best part i mean i to me like leading up to the jamboree or whatever is is the first part and you know to your point of saying you know they all have kind of these complicated relationships with their parents like one of them her dad's an out-of-work actor and she doesn't have money to pay for her patches you know um another one her parents left her to go to monte carlo on her birthday like it just shows like these kind of like yes these are like little rich girls, but like stuff that I'm sure people deal with all the time. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Regardless
2: like, of socioeconomic status, they are right. all going through the same shit, all preteens and teenagers go through. And I thought what was interesting to me is Shelly Long, at least we, we don't really know a lot about the other parents, but Shelly Long and and her husband, Craig T. Nelson, They we learned that they... Struggled to get where they were to some degree, mm-hmm. right? Like cutting coupons, they say, and shopping yeah. at Kmart or whatever they you know yeah. something to that effect. A
1: lot of Kmart hate,
2: a lot of Kmart hate, yeah, but um, especially Kmart,
1: yeah,
2: jeez. Oh, um, but that's the insult, you're gonna end up working at Kmart. Um, guess what?
1: Comes fell the dust,
2: yeah. Um, but like, so to me, like, as much as he gives her grief, you know, at the very beginning, Craig T. Nelson in their fight, like, about how she doesn't, um earn her keep or whatever the fuck, uh, you know, they have a sense of, like, where they came from. That They, mm-hmm. I think, have done an excellent job instilling in their daughter. And then, like, she does do an amazing job of, like, rallying people behind her. And, like, you know, yeah. th- there's something to be said for the fact that um, he... Craig T. Nelson, when they're first fighting in the beginning, and he's like, you just shop and spend money and don't, you know, help around the house or whatever. And, sh- and she's like, no, I... Like, make the house look nice to appear for the lifestyle that you want to give, and, mm-hmm. like, I'm making connections or whatever. Like, because that's how she's able to throw these parties that, like, get people to buy 4,000 boxes of cookies. Like, that's like, a lot oh, of, sure. you know, say what you want, but, like, being a socialite and being good at it and raising money and, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, and doing do it for the right reasons. And
2: doing it for the right reasons, where you're not yeah. doing it to like just backstab people and like rise to the top. Like she does it because she seems to genuinely be caring about the things she cares about. And, right. um, you know, clearly that wasn't. Craig T. Nelson didn't see that in her when her daughter, when their daughter, wasn't involved in the activity too. Right. Um, but it, you know, it's an interesting like thing to call attention to that the director does because you know, he doesn't let the man just get away with saying some bullshit, I, mm. I don't think, which I thought was good.
0: Yeah, and I really feel like he's, like, a very much a side character in this, you know, yeah. and like, there is the, the you know, the divorce and romance thing with, with them, but really he is that takes the back seat, is, like, the B story in this movie, which I think is great. I mean, another thing I love about this movie, and I love this in all forms of pop culture, is the sheer amount of random pop culture cameos of people playing themselves in this yeah. movie So good is like, you know, there's Cheech from Cheek, Cheech and Chop. the yeah, one Cheech in
1: it. Yeah.
0: Um, Robin Leach, uh, Lifestyles yes. of the Rich and Famous. Um, at one point, Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello from like the fifties and sixties movies are running at the Beverly Hills hotel. Like there's all these weird. Yeah. Like, they just random. run
1: by the camera.
0: Yeah. It's just like, and it's yeah. a moment that happens and it passes and you're like, right. Okay. But I, I live for that stuff. I love that stuff so much. I love when movies reference pop culture in any other ways. Um, Like I love the show psych because they would reference pop culture all the time. And I just, I love it. But
1: Yeah. That's like being, being like taking place in Beverly Hills. It makes sense, right. That you're going to come across these people. It's so funny. They have like this, like knowledge of like what Hollywood would be like. But at the same time, they like the towns that are involved, like in this, like troop, like at jamboree. At the, it's so wild to me knowing like the population of Los Angeles County, like Beverly Hills. If they have their own troop, then like so should like Silver Lake, and so should Atwater Village, and so should downtown L.A. You know, and like so should Malibu. But instead, they're like talking to the girls like from Orange County. It's like so weird. Like that part, like. It doesn't really bother me. It doesn't affect the movie whatsoever. But the the way that they go about it, like it like rains heavy in L.A. I mean, not really, you know, like where were they camping? They seem to be pretty close to L.A. Maybe yeah, they went up into the mountains. I don't know. Where's the stuff City? like that? Yeah. Culver City is like near is like sort of towards Malibu. It's close. Oh, OK. Yeah. It's like where there's like a lot of studios over there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it's not that far, but like, that's what it's yeah, it should be like Culver city, like bourbon. I, I don't know. It just was like really that, like the geography of the movie was really funny to me. It didn't really make any sense.
2: So I looked, I had to look this up actually. Um, so at one point they're on the jamboree and they get turned around due to some, um, conniving from the other team
0: yeah, and they
2: end up in a swamp that. where, yes. you know, they believe they saw a water moccasin. Yes. Which is a viper, basically. It's like a, it is. As, as poisonous as a rattlesnake.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And they live in swamps. I googled what a water moccasin was to know how deadly they were, just as that was happening. They only exist in southeast the United States. There is no way there was a water moccasin <laughs> in California. So it could have been another poisonous snake. I didn't get that far, but I just thought that was... Yeah,
1: but the whole bit is that it specifically is a water moccasin because it's like are they are they rattles Are rattlesnakes like water? And they're like, no, rattlesnakes don't like water at all. I'm but like, water wow, moccasins wow. do. Well, water moccasins do, and they're just as deadly, and they won't rattle when they, you know. It's so yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. I just thought that. Was, I mean, it could have been. I'm sure there are there are 21 poisonous snakes in North America. So, it could wow, have Justin been, did <laughs> a
1: lot of poisonous snake research.
2: I'm, I don't know why snakes seeing them gross me out immediately and give me goosebumps, and like mm. I am so skeeved out and don't want to see them at pet stores or the zoo. Mm-hmm. But also. I feel compelled to know and like look up shit and like do one of these where I'm like looking through one Just of my eyes. Just for snakes? Snakes, yep.
0: Maybe it's because you want to understand why they freak you out so much. Like, they do, right, yes. I think that, that's exactly. Gotta dive right. deep into that. that yeah, have
1: you, what have you learned? Um. Scales? They,
2: I don't know what it is, dude. Tom? I, I think it's the idea that they can be anywhere and get at you. <laughs>
1: I don't know why that got shot. I,
0: I feel like that, that could be said about a lot of things, though.
1: Yeah, that's why I laughed, because, like, what about <laughs> spiders?
0: Right. Yeah, They're but spiders kids. can't kill
1: you.
2: Well, the spiders hey, that what? are. I believe, I guess this is part of it, I believe all snakes can kill you, regardless. No. It's fine, I know. Far but from I think the truth. But I think, you know, spiders in my neck of the woods have never been uh, an issue. But, See, I,
0: I grew up in Colorado, and we have black widows in our garage and in our basement with the... A red hourglass right. and you would just spray the shit out of them with some ant raid to kill them but Oof. Oof. kill you justin yeah
1: uh, those will yeah. kill you and they're tiny
0: cuz you then you
2: see like do you remember like i will remember like remember like i don't yeah, even what? know why but um there's like videos of people just like driving and like the snake comes through the fucking seatbelt hole it's like
1: a one in a million i don't think That's i've not ever gonna seen happen. those
2: <laughs> look i get it it's not going to happen but it Wait, could happen in it- the
1: hole yeah. You pick the seatbelt not like the vent, like the Could the be the boss. vent,
2: could be freaking The point is it's coming from sort of
0: above you and behind you where you can't see it happening. Yeah, true. I did see one about a snake in a Starbucks toilet. Okay. Honestly, All horrible,
2: right. horrifying. Toilet snakes, that's horrifying. Uh, that is
1: horrifying. That is that that is.
2: Whereas okay. like an alligator has the scales, but I feel like you're going to you, you're going to see an alligator like you're yeah, going to see it. You're going to like confront that problem intentionally. Well, like versus... you have to
0: be in a, a very specific place for an alligator. True. They yeah. are very large. So it's Definitely. like, not like you can't, it's not like at home you would have an right. alligator.
1: Right, right. I uh I lived in Florida for three months uh, and uh, I came up with a theory while I lived there is that I would, I have no problem against an alligator as long as it is shorter than I am tall. Like you know what I mean. So like I'm like five foot ten. So if this alligator is like less than five foot ten long, no problem. If it's if it's six foot, no 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 no. Get away from me, alligator. I do not feel like I have the upper hand on on any alligator.
0: Just by um, length alone. And that's, the, you that's can't, just the theory. Even if it I've swallows had it for like 10 you whole, years.
1: your head's yep. still coming out the end. I think that's where it is. Yep, my head's still coming out the end. You know what? So I'll be fine.
2: Yeah, I buy that. That makes one hundred percent sense.
1: Would you do the podcast with just a head in a jar?
2: Yeah,
1: definitely <laughs> wow didn't even think a second thank you justin very nice
2: yeah and as we have that we also have like somehow brought in a futurama reference which
1: 1, yeah 000%. perfect really the main reason why i brought it up yeah um elise are there any like big moments in this movie that really stand out to you that we haven't mentioned yet Hmm. we've sort of went over the highlights uh Like, as far as I'm, like, we sort of have gone through the whole movie, but, like, what is, like, the favorite part? What is the part that keeps you coming back? Or is it just the cast, you know?
0: I mean, I think part of it's the cast, and I think, like we mentioned early in the beginning, like, this introduces Jenny Lewis, who later in her career with Rilo Kylie, wrote a song called The Frug, which directly references this movie. So, in the movie, one of the patches that they have to earn is a dance patch, and so they learn all these old school dances. The Frug, the Mm -hmm. Freddie. And so, Rilo Kylie had this album where it was one of their first albums and they have a song called the Frug," where she references the Frug and the Freddie and all that kind of stuff. And to me, I think that brings it all back. And I think that's when I realized that like, she was Hannah Neffler in this movie. Oh, yeah. It all came together for me. And, and I will just watch the movie over and over again.
2: Kind of funny though. There's a couple of singing routines.
0: In and she this. doesn't sing. I, she doesn't sing. She's, or I she's at least the not the lead. Thing. Yeah, she's, like,
1: buried. Her voice is buried, at least. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I don't know how much she, like, how much singing she did then, but, um, yeah, I thought the same exact thing when I was watching it uh, earlier. I was just like, Jenny's not singing at all, but, you know.
1: Also, a very small cool. role for Tori Spelling in this movie.
0: Very small role for Tori Who was Tori Spelling? Spelling? I saw that she was in it, but I
2: didn't even catch who she was. She
0: was one of the Red Feathers, the little oh. blonde one's friend. Yeah, it oh, was like the size
2: kick. No, I, yeah. that's why it didn't click because she's that small in this, and it
0: didn't. Yeah, be. like no, I don't think she speaks once. So yeah, can loud. we can we
2: talk about what I loved about this movie was um, Rosie, the maid here oh my God. is Rosario
0: from Will and Grace. Yes, from Will and
2: Grace, the maid to Karen Oh, and wow. I like that. Character. Yeah, and she's funny in both. She's yeah. great in both. And I loved how integrated she was in the family, and like, you know, like just a human. The whole movie, like, Mm -hmm. like she might be like cleaning or something in a scene, but like, whenever they're interacting with her, it is to her as a person. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I felt like for being for Beverly Hills, it's so easy for them to like have made all the characters just like look down on everyone not from Beverly Hills, and it just Mm -hmm. isn't that. It never is that, and I, I like that.
1: Yeah, it's like there is a message behind this movie that's like you're not inherently bad if you're from Beverly Hills, and I think like there was a time like, and some people definitely still think that, but there was a time where you were like, oh, like you're just high class, like you're definitely just like a ditz or whatever. But this yeah. movie like goes, it goes beyond that. Yeah.
0: Well, and I, I love that I she's so genuine. Shelley Long's character is so genuine in her like eagerness about calling Velda and telling her that they got all these patches. And I don't think she's trying to do it to, like, rub it in her face or anything. She's, like, no. literally genuinely excited and maybe doesn't realize that Velda hates her. But, like, you know, she she's still so positive. She invites her to the gala to present the check for the cookies, like, because she she's so proud of it, not for any reason but that, which I think is yeah. great.
2: Um, it, it is weird. Like, there are some times where you're absolutely right. I, I think she doesn't – she's not – I don't think she's ever truly doing anything maliciously to, to mm-hmm. Velda. But there and there are times where she knows that Velda's like gonna cut her off or like, you know, kind of like, sh- put, you know, foo-foo her away or anything. Yeah. So she just kind of like comes in and just, just talks over her the whole time and like throws like all these French names at her for like being Capitan or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, and I always thought that was very funny. And like, that's like her way of nicely dealing with a bully. And again, what a great role model she was to their to her kids and all the kids at, um, you know, the wilderness Gals. Like I think there are girls. There was like a lot of learning that they could have taken away from from how she treated the adults.
1: Yeah, yeah, I um, agree. Because right? they're and, against her. They're so against her the whole time, and she's just like positive and pushes through. And they, the girls do help. There are some. She has some lows, and the girls help her out of those lows. But it's a nice. It's a nice like ebb and flow between her helping the girls and the girls helping her at the same time, you know?
2: And you know what else? Oh, sorry, Elise, go ahead.
0: Oh No, I was going to say, you know, a good moment of that is the scene when um, Velda comes and tells her like, you're going to kill these girls. If you take them to the jamboree, like you're going to get lost in the woods. And so she's about to give up and the girls kind of rally around her and they're like, no, we wouldn't want to do this with anyone, but you, like it's you who helped us get here. It's It's very emotional.
1: Yeah. It's great. (laughs)
0: Um, I was going to say that the
2: girls, um, you know, you know what I also loved is like, we watch a lot of movies on this pod. And a lot of times when there's parents and kids or adults and kids working together, the adults talk down to the children. Mm -hmm. That is not the case in this movie like ever, ever. Um, they are like equals and they each provide a perspective and help the other get through their, their own bullshit. And it is like, that is also really nice to see, especially from nineteen eighty nine. It's great. Right. Yeah, People we have still to keep do going to this back day. to that eighty nine. Yeah, um, I, I enjoyed the Shelly Longs. She like she dressed still in a way that no one else dressed. Like I think about oh, the yeah. gala, the check gala, what she's wearing because that's where she falls in the pool, right? Yeah, is that the same event. Mm-hmm. Her and um, I don't know. Annie. What's her name? Annie. Annie. Oh, They're yes. both wearing quite the getups.
0: Yes. But no one else is
2: wearing any kind of dress that <laughs> looks like that. Everyone else is like dressed like what I would more formal, just like a normal formal wear versus like, she looks like she's rocking some crazy 80s get-up. Yeah. I'm
0: telling you, the wardrobe is, is insane. And there was actually a couple of years ago, there was a BuzzFeed article, not BuzzFeed, it was a Jezebel article. And it rated her- Shelly Long's looks and Beverly Hills from like one to 30 like what is and oh my god there's just so many good outfits like there's the one she's wearing like a bowling tee with literally a bowling ball and pins on it and like knee-high black socks and like and culottes it's just i don't know it's just fantastic
1: i really like the one with the big shoulders the huge huge shoulders
0: i
2: enjoyed what she did to the uniform
1: yes the bird what she did to the uniform is so good
2: Mm -hmm. and she had different versions of the uniform. She, she had she had like the overcoat one. She had the skirt one. She had the one with the pants that come out on the sides like a military oh, yes. admiral. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I you know great. She's really like great.
1: hiking down a hill in those, and the camera's like looking up at her, and she's coming down, and like it, yeah, she just like looks so funny with those big pants on. Yeah, it's really it is a lot of fun. Yeah. When was the last time you watched it at least before?
0: Probably a couple of years ago. I mean, it's definitely, I've watched it multiple times in my adulthood just because it's like so great. Like, I don't think my husband had ever seen it. So I forced him to watch it, but um, it's a movie my sister loves too. And she and I both love watching the same movies over and over again. So um, that's definitely one we've watched together. But. When, When, when was the first time you saw this? It was probably like nine or 10, I think. And probably the same thing. It was on TV. Um, and I just thought it was great and funny. And now as I'm older, I think it's even funnier and, and even better as I'm older.
2: Yeah. I mean, the, it is interesting. This, it is very much Shelly Long's story. So like, even though there are, it's like about the Girl Scouts and the kids, they are not the story. No. It is like oh, they
1: don't have a big of a, as big of an arc as she does at least, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yeah, um, which is like interesting, and maybe that's like my one fault with the movie. If if I were to give it one, is that yeah. like this was a long movie, hour and forty five, yeah. Which I guess isn't that long, but it it did feel long. It felt like I can't believe this movie's still going. But like I think it's because you really kind of have two movies. You have a movie of a woman dealing with like divorce and Craig T. Nelson and their relationship, you could have made a movie of that. You, mm-hmm. you didn't need any of the Girl Scout anything other than like giving an organization for her to like prove herself to in front of her husband at some point, right? Yeah. Or you could have had an entire movie around the Girl Scouts and like getting them to, you know, teach the other girl. Like you could have had relationships with the other girls and the like all the kids could have been involved. It could have been something that happened at school. Like, and you kind of got like, uh, a mishmash of that. And it worked. It was just maybe a little long, but I think it totally worked.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, the kids from the beginning, they just want to be kids. You know what I mean? Yes. Like one of, in uh, one of the earlier scenes, um, one of them's a child actress. And she was like, her mom's like, Oh, what am I going to tell your director for skipping rehearsal? And she's like, mom, I just want to do something normal for once. And so I think in this movie, the kids actually came in at a normal level. Like they yep. wanted to do this kid stuff. So they didn't have a lot of change to go through because they were eager to just be children. So it really is a story of like the adults not behaving the way they should or like learning new things with that. Um, But I agree. It is very long. I think the jamboree part is too long. Like they could have cut that back a little bit. Cause I think not, I think everything before that is like perfect and should not be removed, but the jamboree one gets a little bit long. Yeah.
1: It's like 40 minutes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Them just in the woods.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Things that I also thought were great. uh, Shelley Long sort of bringing people to like, oh, this dad's an out of work actor. This dad's a director. Oh,
1: yes, yes. You know,
2: I'm going to put them together. Yeah. They'll work
1: together at the
2: end. Yeah. Like there are things like that that she did. And then also the boat scene where she knocked over the fiance or the
0: the girlfriend. Yeah.
2: That whole routine is amazing because- uh, Jenny Lewis ducks so that her parents kiss because sort of unspoken. I mean, it doesn't get a lot of attention, I don't think, in this movie. This girl is clearly traumatized by her parents getting separated. She is oh, yeah. not okay with it. And she says as much, but mm-hmm. then there's not really a lot of focus on it. Um, So she ducks when they go to both kiss her on the side of, you know, on the cheek, and the, and the parents kiss. The girlfriend is so upset over that. Mortified. Like, and everyone watched it. Like, it's not like there was any malicious No, the, the neither parent wanted to deal with that. And like that new girlfriend is so angry, which like bothered me that she was so angry. It bothered me how often she was like upset that the dad still had dad responsibilities to a, a family that he, you know, is his family husband period. in, but like was yeah. still involved in. And she was so unaccepting of that. And, um, and then, like, do you want a lifesaver or throw me a lifesaver? Mint or another flavor that sounded horrible. Like, why would you ever want to use that as a lifesaver? Well, it was like khaki. Like it wasn't like it was just something awful sounding.
0: I don't remember um, which it was, but no, that scene is good. And like, you know, your point too about um Shelly, like the the director dad and the actor dad, like it just shows what a good person she is, right? Like she yes. knows, like, and same thing with like Annie, who was spying on her, but she let her come move in with her. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, your place is being fumigated? Come live in my house. Stay as long as you want. Stay as long oh, as you want. Like, yep, here, yep. wear my outfit to the gala. Like, yep. that, I don't know. Yeah. was it, it, very nice. It is super
2: good feels movie. It, it really was um, awesome. I I thought. Um, so what do you think, Elise? Uh, does it hold up?
0: Yes. Absolutely. 100% holds up. John?
1: Yes, I agree. Um, I haven't seen it in quite some time, probably 20 years. Um, but it was on TV all the time. I don't know if I ever fully saw it. But no, I must have seen it beginning to end, because I feel like I would have rented it after having seen it on TV so much, at least once or twice. Um, I didn't, like, there were some parts that I didn't remember. For some reason, I thought that, that Shelly Long, like, had gotten in trouble and she needed to do, like, community service, and that's <laughs> why so she smart, was with right? the troupe. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was Coach Bombay-esque, but <laughs> it's it's much, like, nicer. And and I didn't realize that Jenny Lewis was, I thought Jenny Lewis was just sort of like this girl who needed her to take her under her wing. But knowing that it's her daughter, yeah, I liked it a lot. I really enjoyed it. Justin?
2: Yeah, same. Absolutely same. I, um, yeah. like I said, I, I saw, it has been, I don't know when the last time, I saw it on TV, but I was definitely little. But it's even, I remember my coming in, and it was on TV, and my mom was watching it. and then I started watching.
1: Yeah, because Shelly Long rules. Yeah, well, Well, she was at peak. Cheers. Absolutely.
2: You know, at this point. Talk about your Dianes, am I right? (laughs) John hated that. Yep. (laughs) It was a quote from Scrubs, just so we're clear. Um, That's
1: why it's even more reason to hate it. Um, We are going to take a break. Is that right?
2: I think so. Unless there's anything more we want to talk about. Yeah, so we'll be right back. If anything back.
1: strikes us while we're uh, in the kitchen, we can revisit Troop Beverly Hills anytime, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so, yeah, we'll be right back, and we'll be back with a soup. First I'm excited. Soup-ish. Yeah, I
2: think it's our
1: first soup. First soup.
2: Yeah. Do you hate leaving your house during the pandemic,
1: John? Uh, I'm sick of not leaving my house, Justin. are you uh, Are you pitching, like, 1950s infomercials? Well, here's the
2: thing. Um, oh yeah, I'm listening. I I enjoy getting Butcher Box delivered right to my door because then I don't have to deal with the grocery store
1: at all. So that is a good reason to not leave your house, not go to the grocery store. You don't get frustrated by the people wearing their masks incorrectly or not following the arrows on the uh, the aisles.
2: Exactly. Absolutely exactly. To be honest, I don't really follow the arrows either.
1: But- oh no! You have to follow the arrows.
2: What the? F- Fuck. But you know what? If you don't want to deal with people like me who don't follow the arrows, butcherbox.com. Use the code H-O-L-D-U-P.
1: Wow. We're going to, okay, this is the end of the ad because Justin and I need to have a talk. Butcherbox.com, smoothiebox.com. You go to those websites. You put in our code H-O-L-D-U-P. You get some fun goodies. You get percentages off your subscription. It's a reason to not leave the house and not see people like Justin,
2: and not see I'm, people like me, and you know, right now the Butcher Box is uh, is a go. There's no uh, meat shortage concerns by getting Butcher Box, like there might be if you go to the grocery store. So check oh, it out. That's
1: something people are encountering: m- meat shortages.
2: Uh well, I don't know. It was a thing that people were concerned about at some point. And don't well we,
1: don't be concerned now. Butcherbox.com, SmoothieBox.com. H O L D U P.
2: And we're back.
1: Yes, we're back. Thank you so much, Justin. Uh, no problem, Elise. What do we have here today?
0: So we have cream of chicken soup.
1: Shouldn't be a thing. Let me just uh, say that those names, those words together, shouldn't those words strung together shouldn't right. be said.
2: Okay, I'm glad cream I'm not the only
1: one who thought that.
0: Yeah, cream of broccoli, delicious, right?
1: Cream of mushroom,
0: delicious. Cream, cream of chicken. Because
2: of chicken? then, once just- you. S- what what, it, what is a cream of broccoli and what is the process to make it cream that then you're doing to a chicken? Seems vicious.
0: So I think it's literally just adding cream to the broth, but like oh. it just doesn't seem like a, a right – it doesn't seem right to have chicken be involved.
1: No, it just – and I just don't like – because then you, you hear the words cream of chicken and you really start to think about it and mm-hmm. like – You know, we were talking about body 80s movies. There's that avenue you could go down. Then it's just like, wait, like you explained it as it being like a chicken soup that they add some sort of creamy element to. But like, I feel like if I was a kid, I'd be like, are they just like food processing chickens? You know what I mean?
2: Well, I thought that, forget being a kid, I thought that till right now. So you guys told me they just added cream to it because I was under the impression that all the things that you just said, broccoli, mushroom, chicken. They were taking a chicken or a broccoli. just is like doing, shoving it through some kind of like
0: masher, <laughs> and
2: then it just spurts <laughs> out into the cans. Oh my god! That's what straight into
1: the cans. Well, Two steps. Maybe it Two goes steps. through um, chicken some into some kind blade. of cleaning
2: process. I don't okay. know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I thought. Cream of anything was. I I, I thought it was like 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 squished mushrooms.
0: Oh yeah. That no, it's like, no, it's literally cream. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's cream. Yeah. Oh, that's like, like, if you look at the, at the ingredients on yeah. there, I'm like, it does say cream on there, but also says modified food starch as the second ingredient. So that's mm-hmm. always a good sign. Um, there's literally one piece of chicken in my entire soup.
1: I think I found one and a half. Yeah.
0: Which I is I got a, bunch. Like a cube. It's yeah, probably it's, not it's a bad thing. Grossly. So just real quick.
2: Um, so I have, like, a lot of, like, globs. Is that appropriate, or did I not stir enough? You
0: should probably you should have stirred stir it more.
2: Yeah. Uh, mine's
0: still a little... That's
1: why I had the fork, because I was using it like a whisk almost, you know? Oh. To, like, almost whisk it up.
0: Yeah. Yes. Go ahead, Elise. I still just... I have some clumps, too.
2: So, um, before we go too much about, like, your childhood to this thing, um, I, I think I... I had no idea that you had to like, I thought you just took soup and microwaved it, but there was a, like, we had to open the soup, put that in a bowl. And it was filled. gelatinous. Yeah. Yeah. That was, and that smell was like dog food smelly. And then, um, and then I had to put what we had to put water in the can and put mm-hmm. that in. And then you zap the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: and then you stir it
2: and then you stir it. So none it's of not that- going to
1: stir at room
0: temp. No, it's just going to, Oh, it's going to look awful. It's not going to stir.
2: Yeah. So this was all new to me. Um, Growing up I did not eat I did not eat soup. I did not Ever. feel that was a meal in any capacity and I never wanted it. Or I loved
0: it. a good chicken noodle. And you know, the reason I picked this is because we did eat this. And so a lot of people actually use it in like casseroles and things yes. like that. So like yeah. you don't add water then. You just use the stuff, put it in with like chicken and rice. It's actually not bad in that kind of capacity. Add some cheese, like whatever. But as a soup on its own. I do remember eating it as a child. I have a memory of watching the movie Coneheads in my living room on a sick day, eating cream of chicken soup, like this very vivid memory.
1: That's amazing.
0: And, but like the thought of it makes me shudder. And I don't know where that uh, down the line that happened. Cause I pretty sure we used, used to eat it a lot. Um, and I don't know the moment that it kind of like.
2: You were like, this is gross.
0: Fell apart for me. Yeah. No, it that's doesn't interesting. Smell though. bad. See, it does, does, smells all right. I'm I'm okay with this
2: cooked smell. Actually, oh, you are yeah. It smells like chicken soup.
0: The yeah. color is not great. The color is pretty awful.
1: Yeah, it's it's very paste like, slightly more yellow paste.
2: It is very yellow,
0: mm-hmm. like wallpaper
1: like, paste from the eighties.
2: Yeah, I'm I am i will be honest. Um, so. One time we had a guest on here, Elise, and his and his pick was tuna noodle casserole, and that was. Um, I think both John and I were pretty intimidated because I don't think either one of us are are canned tuna people. Correct. This is more intimidating to me at this. Oh, point. see,
1: this doesn't scare me as much.
2: Really? Oh my god, I, I I like. I'm very nervous to to try this. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know gonna, why.
1: I don't think I'll finish it. No, I would be oh god, so surprised. No. What if? What if we all love it? Well, should we just dig We're in? We're not going to love it. Yeah, sure. We can dig in. All right. Let's try uh, it. So we specifically got the Campbell's uh, cream of chicken soup. So I'm going to pull up the... That's what you I'm always gonna... had, right, Elise?
0: Um... Yep. Always Campbell's. I accidentally picked up the fat-free one. Yeah. How's that? For this time. It's not great. It's like... It tastes like just salt.
1: Yeah. Mine, mine said yeah, something about... see there was a lot of sodium. Reduced heart healthy something or other.
2: It's not this is not healthy uh, mine, mine, mine had a had a little heart
1: on it, something about it didn't reduced didn't have a lot reduce something i'm gonna try I guess I should try the chicken piece the cube um no,
0: I may not try the chicken piece I know
2: I know, and I feel like the globs it's I want them smart. to be noodles right but, and they're not like so I guess that's the question at least, right as a child and you're sick, I feel like the go to is chicken noodle soup,
1: yeah. With, with clear vegetables,
2: broth. clear broth, some chicken, some pasta. As a kid, you, you got to love that. Um, not that I did, because like I said, no soup. Yeah,
0: by, no soups way. for you, yeah.
2: Um, but like, why not chicken noodle soup? What was, like, how did this make its way to the family?
0: I have no idea, to be honest. And you know, it very well could be. my. I send this to my mother and she's like, what are you talking about? But no, I like have this vivid memory of the soup. We would eat chicken noodle. My mom would always make a homemade one which was good but I yeah. feel like I liked this and so that's what I asked for like oh interesting and like it's salty it kind of tastes like chicken noodle it's not yeah, kind in, of in a there's no vegetables
1: there. so if you're no.
0: a kid that doesn't like vegetables this could be the way to go that's true I was very picky as a kid especially with vegetables um I'm very squeamish around food and part of me thinks that the chicken in all of Campbell's soups is the reason I'm squeamish around food because it's like wow disgusting
1: yeah, it's like like you can like it just breaks apart. It's like what not, part of
0: the chicken is that? I don't. I just
1: know. had some. I, I just had some. It. Same. I, it was not good.
2: It it is the worst part of this, actually. Shockingly,
1: of the two elements, the chicken and the broth. That's the thing. There's no noodles. There's no vegetables. There are two elements in this. Well, it I I a, consider
2: there's the water, there's the globs, and then and then you
1: really haven't mixed that enough. Mr. I
2: did. I mixed it. I mixed it. And it should um, be like,
0: like totally smooth. It's
1: like get out over on Justin's end of the uh, zoom call right now, because he's just stirring with a spoon and he's trying to put it. He's trying to hypnotize us.
0: I um I, I don't mind the broth. I'm fine with it. It's not as bad as I was expecting. Like I was having a visceral reaction when I was talking about it and thinking yeah. about it. um, And just like being like, Oh my God, that's disgusting. But now I'm trying it. It's not as bad.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not terrible, but I just wish there was like
2: texture. something else. I need
1: texture or something. I,
2: I I was gonna say, maybe this is a casserole, but um I feel like I had something like this with rice growing yeah. up. And I yeah. would have never known if it the rice my mom made was mixed with this or not. Oh, I sure. I, I wouldn't have asked. But it tastes like some kind of rice dish my mom used to make. And I and I don't I I can't quite place what that was, but Maybe, is there is a bouillon cube? Can it be chicken flavored? Would it taste like this? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. That's okay. exactly actually kind of the color of that. Yep. And the flavor is kind of reminding me of this, though this is a little bit more bland than that. Um, but yeah, it, it is often used in casserole. And when, I don't know if your can said this, but my can was like great for cooking. Like, it's like yes. now they like don't expect you to eat it as a soup. As a soup. Like, That's right. for cooking. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's- um, really? So, Okay. How old were you? Like, what, when were you first eating this? I mean, five, six. Five or six. This is yeah. dinner. This is after school. This, this is... is like
0: after school. This is like, like I said, uh, sick at home watching a movie. Um, Yeah. Never really like dinner, but like lunch or a snack for sure.
2: Did you eat it with anything? Like, oh, I'm going to have a grilled cheese with this.
0: I don't know. I don't remember. I just have this like very, solid memory of this soup and just this soup interesting it's like it's and it's then I like
2: about it go ahead john go
1: ahead you know when you get like tingly back here when you eat something <laughs> yeah that's what's happening to me right now oh really like whatever those like yeah like usually it happens when if i'm eating something sour but i'm getting am i like allergic to this
0: Is i was gonna something? say like yeah yeah your i don't, think. Doesn't swell.
1: I don't <laughs> think like yeah yeah um yes i'm like getting that like tingly back here Oh, man. This we might always- have to call 911 on the pod. I mean, Jocelyn will do it. She's in the other room. Are you going to call 911 from Cranston? Yes, please. Are we see you're calling from Cranston? Uh, yeah. yeah, I need you to go to Narragansett, Rhode Island. Yeah, you don't even really, like, know by
2: I don't know his address. He lives on Narrow River. You can see it from his Instagram stories. You figure it out.
0: <laughs> please just follow him on Instagram. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I mean – Maybe – I think the headphones have something to do with it because it's, like, pinching me there too. So I think it's sort of, like, exasperating – that's not the word, exacerbating.
2: Yeah.
1: Choose another word next time, John. Um, but I had two bites. The second one was with the chicken. Maybe it was the chicken. Um, I don't think I'm going to have any more bites. Yeah, I keep just slurping not- it because I'm hungry and I'm cold. So it yeah, is kind I'm of hitting too, that I spot. I I'll just eat for – I'll just wait for, like, regular dinner and it – It's funny because the tuna noodle casserole, right, Justin, wasn't as bad as we thought it was not going at to be. All. It was totally uh, fine. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. We had, I had, I had more than a couple bites. I still don't love canned tuna. Like I like regular tuna. Um, but this, like, so there's not really anything for me to compare it to, you know, like good tuna noodle casserole versus, right. but this compared to like a, like a solid chicken soup, you know, like one that I had, maybe that my mom made when I was a kid or even like a, like because progresso isn't great but campbell's makes better soup than this
0: they do right yeah yeah i feel like a chicken and dumplings is like what you would if like wanted something like this you should go with like chicken and dumplings but like this this is not that it's something different yeah it feels
2: like this shouldn't be eaten by itself whatever you choose to do like even if you have some toast on the side
1: cheese yeah
2: i've almost thought about putting um some chips. I just had some chips that I would just drop croutons, in. Like,
1: croutons. Croutons.
2: Yeah. Um, also thought about dumping some hot sauce in there, but figured that it's not appropriate considering I don't have a frame of reference for what it tastes like regularly.
1: Yeah, maybe hot sauce as for like your second bite or something.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I I feel like it did taste like chicken, chicken soup. soup. Yeah. Um, not what I was expecting at all.
0: I think part of the horror is like the visual of the goop coming out of the can, the sound yeah. that makes the, just how it looks. Then I think that's part of the.
2: I, and I think the smell of uncooked versus cooked is hugely different. Huge. Um, like if you, if I just like kept smelling the can, um,
1: don't do that. <laughs> yeah, please. Well, don't.
2: No, I, I'm not anymore.
1: Justin don't do that.
2: I want to get high on the can
1: whoa dude
2: and um but I think if I did I I like I might have almost threw up like it was really rough it was pretty bad um like we were like uh, I I made the comment this is like if you open cans of dog food like this is the smell in your house like I just don't want that smell anymore um I couldn't handle it it was rough but cooked was like fine smells like soup smells like soup
1: yeah, cooked it smells fine and like it does just taste like a broth, but then you're just it's just like broth. And yes, broth. broth. Yeah, like and, you know.
0: Yeah. But it's like it's also the texture, it's like viscous, but it's not like so like yeah. cream soup. I'm thinking like cream of broccoli from Panera bread, right? Sure. You've got this thick. thick, thick soup. Other soups just like clear broth. This is somewhere in the middle yeah. and it's like making me uncomfortable.
2: Um, are you back? Just smelling this or eating this, are you back to being, you know, five or six six years old right now?
0: Yes. And I'm I'm having the feelings that I had where like I had texted you, I think that I said, like, let's pick cream of chicken soup, because I feel like I have PTSD from it as a child. And like so the lead up to it, especially what I was like, oh my God, like, is this gonna make me yak? Like, oh my god, but like it's not as bad. As I'm remembering. That's what we do here
2: on The Hold Up. We confront fears and uh, we confront those childhood um, traumas. Traumas. With Campbell's Soup. Solving problems here on The Hold Up.
1: Yeah. Elise, have you had like a type, any other like standout soups lately? Do you like soup in your adult life?
0: I do like soup. I'm actually a huge soup person. I love a good corn chowder. Um, Hell yeah. Oh, corn chowder. Yeah. I don't have enough of that. Wow. I don't eat seafood so I'm not into like clam chowder or anything okay. like that. Um yep. there's so I'm French Canadian and there's this French Canadian chicken stew called frico that is the best and you can only make oh. it with a certain seasoning from Canada and it's the absolute best.
1: Well, I, try and I also that.
0: love Vietnamese pho is Oh hell yeah. A yeah. cure for whatever ails you. Oh, so yeah, I do. You. I am a soup person. Unlike was- Justin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, so here's the thing. I never, I still to this day don't like. I'm like, oh, if I could have any, if it was soup or anything else. I'm like, man, eh, let's have whatever else is optional because soup just doesn't feel filling enough. But then, uh, Elise Beck, my girlfriend, she's a big soup person. So what was very funny about making this like 10 minutes ago was she was making dinner for herself, and yesterday she made real chicken noodle soup from like scratch, basically. Yeah. And like, there's a giant Tupperware of that in the fridge. So she was just scooping that out into her own bowl. While, I'm while you were making this? Globbing this out. <laughs>
0: Dumping the can.
2: Uh, what a difference that made. Because <laughs> uh, hers just looked uh, incredible. But even did, then. Oh, go ahead.
1: How was it heated up? How was Elisa's soup heated up? Stovetop or microwave?
2: Uh, microwave. at this.
1: Point. Oh, I she, wish that it had just been like one tier better than you and everyone
2: Oh, yeah, out. yeah. No. She, I mean, she cooked it on the stove yesterday. And now yeah, she of course. Yeah, it up. yeah. But even, um, you know, even last night for dinner, she had, so she's been doing soups for the week. Mm-hmm. So last night, we were finishing off what she made the previous week, which is like this potato and sausage soup, mm. which, amazing. <laughs> I, like, she even suggested it, like, oh, why don't we eat my leftover soup? And I was like, oh, yeah, and we have leftover pizza in the freezer, right? I'll, I'll eat that, too. I'm sure I'll need that. And, like, I didn't.
1: Because the soup you, was uh, so good. Because soup is not a meal. Just like just, Jerry Seinfeld once said. Or I'm sorry, Banya. Kenny Banya told Jerry Seinfeld, soup's not a meal. Right. Soup's yeah. a meal.
0: Soup's a meal. Yeah. Good soup's a like meal. There's so many options. Like you can do anything with a soup, right? Like you could literally do anything. And it's delicious. And especially yeah, just, now that it's it's pitch black at 4 p.m. You know. It's you know, great time
1: of year made, for soup. We made chili. Yeah. Yep. Oh,
0: we made chili God. last night too.
2: You guys do beans in your chili
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yep beans and turkey meat
0: me too turkey chili hell yeah the turkey sounds good yeah, yeah.
2: i feel like that's also the thing about soups for me girl like i'm very picky as we've said yeah and the i like the soup from last night because it was just spinach potatoes and um sausage so i'm yeah. like i'm into that but even chicken noodle soups got like celery and carrots which like
1: it doesn't have to.
2: No, it doesn't have to, but that's how it's made usually. Yeah, when it's traditionally. Not, sure. Uh, and, and I don't love those vegetables cooked. Gotcha. So like, I'm just like.
1: You're a big fresh celery guy.
2: I would. I, I would so much rather eat like a f- stick of celery. It and has, cooked celery? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. God yeah. Yeah. I
0: feel like celery in like very minimal amounts in soup is good. I'm also not a cooked celery person or a raw celery person really, um, at all. But carrots is interesting to me that you're not a carrot in soup. Don't care. I don't like that's a staple of chicken noodles. Yeah, so I good. don't
2: like when vegetables get mushy. Well,
1: cooked, this is a whole another whether recipe. it's whether <laughs> it's
2: soup or just cooked vegetables. I don't like when I look at a carrot and it looks like it's just gonna mush in your mouth
0: not even good. if it's covered in butter like at thanksgiving yeah.
2: oh oh god no no i don't i i so i, I thought growing up getting a little off tangent high pitch dude uh, i was really going somewhere <laughs> good i thought growing up that we always had like salad at thanksgiving but apparently not true and like there's just like all the other dishes and i was like where's the salad mom and she's like, why do we have a salad? We don't need a salad. And I was like, I don't know. I just thought that. Because like I would so much rather eat all uncooked vegetables. Like that's where I'd rather eat my carrots and, and peppers. i eat like, give me all of that
0: well, on idea.
2: a salad. And I'll eat the, you know, mashed potatoes and turkey with gravy. And you can mix it all together for like, I'll put it all on one plate. That doesn't bother me. But um, I can't, all the green beans that are, just uh, something about the, the mushiness. I, I can't do it. I have a hard time.
1: This is deeper than you don't like soup. This is, this yeah. is...
2: there's something about mushiness of you vegetables. You like
1: cooked vegetables.
2: Rarely. I like them sauteed and they're still a little crunchy and I am controlling that when I cook it, I know how crunchy I'm going to get them to be. I can do that. So anyway, You're um, control freak. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this was very interesting, Elise. Like I, I'm glad we confronted this for you. I think yeah. we've overcome uh some PTSD here on the pod.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't think I'll ever eat it again, but like it's good as, as an adult now to see yeah, what the fuck fi- was all about.
1: I'd be fine with saying I will never eat this again.
0: Yeah. I'm right. okay
1: with saying that.
2: But I think we can all agree that if someone proposed that you had to eat it, you wouldn't go, Oh my god, this is disgusting. I never want for to eat Life or death? Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, I would, I would choose life. I would choose soup.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you ever eat, did you eat this with the rest of your family, Elise? Like, did your whole family eat it? Or was this like, you just personally like to eat this?
0: I feel like it might've been me. And I'm going to have to check with my sister after this because she, she will know if she ate it too. But I feel like it might've been like, this was my choice. Like, so we always used to go to the store and we could each get like our own snack. Like, okay, she gets a treat. I get a treat. Like we yeah. can get that. And I feel like it may have been the same thing where like she could get her soup and then I could oh. get mine.
1: I was and- hoping you were saying that this was the treat that you Oh said.
0: yeah. <laughs> that I chose Just Oreos.
2: You got ice. cream of chicken soup.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: that would be awesome. Yeah. But okay. Gotcha. So it was like, okay, girls, pick a soup. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, this was mine for some reason. I don't know.
1: Hey, I, I it is interesting. I'm glad we get to talk about it. I think we all confronted something, you know.
0: <laughs> we all yeah. discovered something this evening. That's yeah. right. The soup. And it was
2: really about the friends we made along the way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that is that from Scrubs too? Or
2: uh, I don't think so. That's just like some meat imme- like common Yeah, like
1: Aesop's fable or something.
2: Yeah. Like I, I always enjoy like some random bullshit thing that like but really it was the friends we made along the way. I actually think that joke's very funny.
1: Well, I didn't really nail it, it here on the pod, light. but um, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> Can't all be winners. No, no. Um, cool. Well, we didn't really say if it holds up. No, it doesn't. Oh, no,
0: it it doesn't. No, it does not. Yeah, no. that just to be
1: clear, if, if nope. everyone listening, it does not hold up.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, try Make something a soup. else. Just there are better canned soups. Yeah. Um, the sodium level might not be any better in those canned soups, but the flavor profile probably will be. Definitely. I like the chicken and dumpling idea. I'm gonna have to.
0: Hmm. make that up
1: yeah explore i don't explore the soup section enough
0: there's some really fancy ones out there now yeah I i'm sure there are like
1: yeah bougie soups
0: bougie soups yeah, the yeah I found, like,
1: red and white like this campbell's i
2: found bougie uh like rice the other day like bougie 90 second rice
1: yeah hell yeah i buy that i know what you mean <laughs> yeah there's oh, like
2: yes. like if you don't want like uncle ben's
1: yeah there's the like a bazillion other
2: options yeah. for 92nd rice,
1: which I was like a little bit of quinoa in it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Even if you like fancy, you still want convenience, right? Like, Absolutely.
1: yeah, that's I do. Yep. I do want that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, cool. Cool. Well, um, we're going to do some plugs and then at least you'll have the floor to say whatever you'd like. Uh, be sure to follow us on all the majors, uh, at the hold up podcast at the hold up cast on Twitter. Um, be sure to give us a call. John, what's the number?
1: 401-236-5170. Leave us a voicemail. Let us know what you think about anything, I guess.
2: Anything nostalgia-related.
1: Keep it appropriate. We won't put you on the air. Jeez.
2: Yep. Um, and then... Ratings right. and reviews,
1: and check out our sponsors that you heard during the break. And... um. Yeah, I think that's it for us, right? At least that's it. Yeah, the At floor least. is yours. Anything you'd like to plug, promote, let the world know about?
2: This is coming out Thursday the fourth. Thursday
0: yes. the fourth. I mean, oh Thursday.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. I was um, going to say get out
1: there and vote, but right, have done
0: that. We'll see where we are. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we're alive. Hopefully, yeah. this comes out. Yeah. yeah, yeah who knows where we'll time. be? We might be in a bunker. I don't know. Um. I have nothing to promote, but thanks for having me. This was super fun. And I'm always down to chat nostalgia. It's like my jam. So this was super awesome. Hell yeah, Elise. Yeah, thank, thanks for thank coming you for on. Joining
1: us. We would we you know we've been doing some some quarantine trivia games on the mm-hmm. show. So we would love to have you back in that regard if you I would be, be
0: down for sure.
1: Hell yeah. Cool. Yeah.
0: All right. Bye, everyone. Thank you so
1: much, Elise. Bye. Thank you. Hey,
0: thanks. Decaf left, regular right. Decaf left, regular right. Very challenging work. <laughs>